You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti. I'm the producer and host for today's show, which is being recorded on location during the ABA Mid-Year Meeting at the George R. Brown Convention Center in downtown Houston, Texas. Joining me now is Mr. Rue Goodnow. He's the president for the National Conference of Bar Presidents and formerly, I guess it called a past president, for the State Bar of Nevada. Welcome. Oh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. Great. It's wonderful to have you. So uh, before I get started, because I understand that uh, at the National Conference of Bar Presidents, you guys are primarily uh, built on volunteers like the ABA. Is that correct? That's right. We're an organization designed to hold two meetings every year. We hold a mid-year and an annual meeting, and that's when we provide training and the opportunity to network for people who are currently bar presidents and then people who are coming up through the ranks. Usually the bar ranks take a while to, you know, work your way up through, and and, uh, while while you're doing that, we provide you with the opportunity to bounce ideas off of other people, you know, what's going on in their bars, and to learn, you know, what are the issues that you're likely to face, because a lot of those issues uh, reoccur year after year. And then sometimes, you know, issues germinate in one state, might germinate out in New York, and then sort of work their way over to Nevada, where I am. Great, great. Well, and because you're a volunteer, and I'm, I'm asking this of everybody that's volunteering, because I know that uh, in addition to a full-time professional career, you're taking upon yourself to volunteer to make the practice mm-hmm. of law better for everybody around you. And so mm-hmm. please tell me where you work and what you do. I'm a lawyer uh, full-time at a firm called Parsons, Bailey, and Latimer. It's the largest firm in Utah. We have offices in Nevada and uh, Idaho. I practice business law. Uh, I do. I represent, for example, mining companies, and I've done everything from billion-dollar companies to uh, buy, buy and sell on a Chinese restaurant. I mean, I, uh, I really just like um, the the general business practice of law. It gives me an opportunity to see a lot, a broad variety of people, and I, I do both transactional work. So I, I form companies, and I also do litigation. So I, I've been in court. I've tried jury trials. I've I've done appeals. I've been in front of the Nevada Supreme Court. So let's uh, let's segue into uh, the National Conference of Bar Presidents. I have to admit, I didn't know a lot about you guys before we made our trip down here to Houston uh, to uh, participate in the ABA mid-year meeting. And so I know that you're not part of the ABA, but you have a very strong relation uh, with the uh, a relationship with the ABA. So can you describe the relationship with the ABA? Yeah, that's right. Um, the uh, National Conference of Bar Presidents is a voluntary organization that's comprised of all of the bar associations of the states, which are primarily regulatory agencies along with the Supreme Courts in each state. They regulate lawyer admissions, discipline, things of that sort. Um, Then we also have, as part of our membership, state and uh, local bar associations, so voluntary bar associations. And then we're not, while we're not part of the ABA, we're managed, our, our operations are managed by the ABA Division for Bar Services. And a lot of the ABA leadership comes up through the states. They are, they're elected by their states. They, uh, the ABA presidents, for example, so, uh, two of the last, I think, four presidents were ABA members, certainly, but they came up to that position by becoming uh, a president of the National Conference of Bar Presidents. 
Okay, yeah. and I just got to ask you this because you're talking about all the different bar associations within all the different states, and you coordinate that. How many groups are there that you guys manage or work with? Well, it depends on what point in time. During these this time when we present our programs, we work with a lot of different groups. We try to bring in a diverse um, mix of programming from various different bar organizations around the country so that we hear what kind of programming is being done in different bar associations and then present a program so that it can be replicated in other bars. So, for example, today I led a panel on globalization. I was the moderator for this panel that discussed the regulatory environment in the United States and in, and all over the world for lawyers practicing in different countries. So, for example, if I went to uh, Europe, to let's say Paris, what would what regulations would govern what I can do there? And likewise, if somebody from Paris came over to Nevada, what, regula- what regulations govern what that, that lawyer can do in Nevada? And we talked about approaches uh, to state regulation that uh, we, we, we might be able to look at adopting in each of the different states. For example, Georgia has a model that's called the, referred to as the Georgia Toolkit that sort of gives a list of things that state bars can do to promote and adopt a regulatory environment that will both foster trade and ensure the safety of consumers. So uh, this is a um, there's been a lot of changes in uh, a lot of the, uh, I guess, a lot of the way that the bars are, are looking at different states. So, I mean, between state to state, bar to bar, uh, there's been more reciprocity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, getting license or taking a bar exam in one state will, as long as you get the uh, requisite score, will also allow you to practice in other states. Uh, what is your organization doing uh, and how do you feel about that? So that is one of the types of things that we discuss, whether or not uh, there should be reciprocity, what are the principles, how, how can you establish a set of regula- regulations that define uh, how, whom you'll have reciprocity with and, and under what conditions, and so we'll present programs on that, provide information on that. And I probably should mention that, uh, one other thing that we do besides our twice-a-year meetings, this mid-year and the annual meeting, we also have a uh, digital program, an online program called 21st Century Lawyer, where, uh, and we do these roughly monthly, where a group of thought leaders will present a topic, and then anyone from around the world can sign in, uh, submit comments uh, on the uh, screen, um, that you can see a PowerPoint, you can see the faces of the uh, the thought leaders, and then you can sign in and, and show your own face while you're making comments, too. It's 21st Century Lawyer. We, uh, we, we, we really like it. It's a new way to communicate with our members and with bar leaders around the country. Great, great. Uh, so now, I understand that uh, you have a relationship with the National Association of Bar Executives. Now, we interviewed that group on, on uh, the series of podcasts, of special reports uh, covering the ABA mid-year uh, meeting, and we got to know a little bit about them, but uh, how do you guys work in conjunction with each other? So I just came uh, from an awards luncheon where I sat on the desk with the uh, president of the National Association of Bar Executives. We work very closely in planning these conferences because we would get nothing done, we being the 
presidents of the bar associations were not for our executive directors who belong to the National Association of Bar Executives. That's their group. And so we, we jointly programmed to work out things like, you know, how to manage the, the bar association better. The bar association is... Um, in part a business, it's in part it's in, uh, in part a professional organization, it's in part a regulatory body. All those functions have to be managed, and so we need to be able to understand that uh, management function and to work with the bar executives so that they understand our needs and and are able to manage the bar in a way that that uh, serves lawyers and the community best. So uh, there's a lot of projects going on here, and you guys uh, sound like a very, a very, very busy organization. And so let me ask you this. How many people do you have working and or volunteering for you? At any one time, it may you know, range from several hundred to uh, you know, a couple, uh, uh, maybe just you know, 20 or 30. It kind of depends on that period in time. We're governed by a council. Uh, and that council is um, nominated by a nominating committee and then elected by the members of the organization. But um, so, so we have, you know, about 20 people, 20 core people, the officers in the council and, uh, and a couple of liaisons from different organizations like the National Association, uh, National Association of Bar Executives that um, does the sort of core planning uh, function, but then there are many, many people who volunteer their time to make these meetings uh, happen and to get our work done. And then we have different uh, sponsors who help to finance um, the the meetings. We have uh, a bunch of different um, legal services, mainly providers that that we uh, that will sponsor our meetings, and um, and then we also have some law firms that that provide sponsorship funds as well. So uh, one of the questions I've been asking, uh, the leadership of the different uh, sections and divisions within the ABA um, is about their, uh, their member programs and their, uh, their uh, uh, member benefits that they're offering uh, out to their membership. And so I understand it's not quite the same thing for you guys, but, uh, you know, uh, in the confines of, uh, you know, 2013, 2014, what are some highlight programs that you guys have of equivalent within your organization? So, yeah, you're right. Our organization is a little different. It's primary, primarily an education uh, focused organization and also an exchange of information among bar presidents. So, you know, we don't we don't provide health insurance. We <laughs> we don't provide defense costs for uh, or indemnity or anything like that. What we what we do provide is is a forum for the exchange of information among presidents of the bars, and we also exchange information. For example, I just came from uh, meeting with the ABA's Young Lawyers Division where we uh, had a program to sort of exchange information about what young lawyers are looking for out of their bar associations, how to get them involved, how to provide services to lawyers just coming out of law school. And what, what we're designed to do is to inform people about what's being done in other states and what's needed so they can take these programs and ideas back to their state bar associations and implement them and not have to recreate the wheel. Fantastic. 
Uh, so how about, uh, because this is the mid-year meeting, what can uh, people look forward to coming up 2015-2016? So 2015-2016, I think we're going to see some programs. Maybe we'll see a little programming uh, designed around uh, ethics, um, ethics programs. I think we're going to see some programming designed around Trend, future trends in the in bar association challenges. We have a futures commission um, at the ABA, and I think that we're going to pay a lot of attention to what the futures commission has done and is doing, and try to look for ways to implement uh, programs that react to that uh, uh, across the state bar associations and the, and the local bar associations. I think you probably see a, a lot of. Um, exchange of information ahead of that about what bars across the country are doing to address issues like um, challenges to the employment of young lawyers, the, you know, the difficulties young lawyers are having getting jobs out of law school, for example. The uh, challenges faced by lawyers confronting new technologies, you know, how we, how we keep client information confidential um, in, the, in the digital age when everything's flying around, you know, on, over the internet. Things like, things like that are, are what we're really about, confronting those new cutting-edge issues. Well, I think that's a great place to leave it as we've run out of time for our program today. But I certainly want to thank President Goodnow for joining us. Um, and if our listeners or, or somebody wants to get in touch with you, maybe they want to volunteer because it sounds like uh, there's no shortage of volunteer opportunities with the organization. How can they reach you? We have a website. You can get it on your browser. It's National Conference of Bar Presidents. Just plug it in. My um, uh, office is in, located in Reno. My firm's called Parsons, Bailey, and Latimer. Plug that into your browser. Look me up. Send me an email, rgoodnow at parsonsbailey.com. Great. Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.